episode on the Manning Pastors Podcast. I'm Pastor Nathan. I'm Pastor Theo. And this is your chance to listen in on a conversation that we have about some topic. We did not have a podcast last week because I was on vacation. And so we thought we could talk a little bit today about vacations. Uh, where does that idea come from in the Bible? Is that right? Is that wrong? Is that... How do we use vacations for the glory of God? What, um, yeah, just let's have a free-flowing conversation about this idea of uh, vacation. Do you have any family vacations from your childhood, Theo, that kind of stand out in your memory? Um, well, one or two. I, I think uh, actually one that was like rather recent. We, um, like a couple of years ago, my family went and sort of drove along the coast from uh, from Oregon into California and stopped along the beaches. So. Wow. Highway 101? Yeah. So, I, I don't I don't know exactly. It was really cool, though. It was really fun to, like... Um, did you see the Redwoods? Yeah. Yeah, wow. we did. Yeah, yeah, those are amazing. Yeah, it's, uh, it's cool to see something like that old and that big. Seriously? Yeah. Especially, yeah, like, here in North America, we don't have a lot of ancient stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Redwood Forest is pretty... Yeah, you can stretch out your arms like all the way out as far as they can, and like it wouldn't it wouldn't be long enough for some of those trees. It weren't some of those trees like alive when Jesus was? I think uh, I heard that. I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Um, there was one that was like it was a stump that was cut down, but like just from like the the circumference of the stump, it like could fit my entire body in it. Yeah, almost. you can drive a car through one. Yeah. By the way, I think what I just said was theologically incorrect, because Jesus is alive right now. Yes. So. Yeah. But, you know what I mean, when he right. walked this earth. When, when Jesus was in, in Israel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's cool. So, that was that just a family just decided yep. to, hey, let's go do something together. Yep. Yep. Uh, good good a couple, memories. A couple friends from, uh, from Hong Kong got together to do that, too. So... Nice. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. So this last week we were in Allegheny State Park in western New York. It's right by the Pennsylvania border. Um, every every summer for the last, I think, 10 years, we've done a, a week of camping with Andrea's family and then her brothers and their families that live on the East Coast. Sometimes they, they drive all the way over here and we actually go west of the Mississippi and see Andrea's uh, grandparents who are still alive in Iowa, uh, but oftentimes we'll meet someplace in the middle. So, the last couple of years we were in Laurel Hill State Park in um, Pennsylvania. This year we tried a, a new place, and uh, it was very relaxing. Like, you don't have any cell phone reception, let alone like internet or anything. So you're just totally off, off the grid, and your life you just is reoriented to the rhythms of you know, meals and sleep. So you, you wake up and it, it was, it's the, when the sun comes up, the birds start singing and they sing a distinct song first thing in the morning. It was really gorgeous. It was, it was just like this otherworldly kind of experience and the, the birds kind of wake you up and the sun comes in the tent, the tent and, and then you get up and you start working on building the fire and making breakfast and by the time you you know eat breakfast and then clean wash the dishes and clean up from breakfast it's time to start thinking about lunch <laughs> and then uh 
when lunch is done and you know you, you got to start making dinner and then once you eat dinner and you wash the dishes the the sun's coming down and you sit around the campfire for a little bit and talk and go to bed wake up again really relaxing hmm. it was great good family time good chats around the campfire generational wisdom passed down from grandparents to you know from generation to generation and kids playing with their cousins and it was a sweet time that sounds awesome how many times have you done that yeah we, we do that we do that week of camp tent camping every year um so like i think for the last 10 years probably it's amazing yeah yeah and then um i usually take a week or two off around christmas new year's and then there's like another you know few days in August that will be with my family it won't be quite as totally turned off from things but yeah I think it's um, it's important to to do that but this morning I was reading I was reading in our Bible reading plan I'm a little bit behind finishing up July still but the end of second Thessalonians Paul's really clear about uh, you know, we command you, brothers, in the name of our Lord Jesus, that you keep away from any brother who is walking in idleness and not in accord with the tr- tradition that you receive from us. For you yourselves know how you ought to imitate us because we were not idle when we were with you, nor did we eat anyone's bread without paying for it, but with toil and labor we worked night and day. So how is vacation not idleness? What would you say? Um, I'm trying to remember the context of Second Thessalonians. If there's a particular reason he was emphasizing that, um, in either case, I would point to the Old Testament patterns of, of Sabbatarian rest that they they had uh, days of you know uh, six days of work, one day of rest. Uh, it's rooted in God's uh, act of creation, six days of creation, one day of rest, um, and then it just—it didn't just stay there. It, it, it turned into, I think, like was it like six months at a time, or was this, I don't know, maybe it was like six talking months. about like the, the festivals yeah. and the yeah. feasts. The, yeah, yeah, uh, right. So the calendar, yeah, the Old Testament into, calendar had the one and seven. Yeah, and then also the they even had like a whole year. I think like yeah, the seventh the year. annual. Well, the jubilee year, yeah. the, the seventh year, the jubilee year, yeah. seven seventy seven sevens, yeah, and then also just those, uh, you know, pilgrimages to to Jerusalem that would be sometimes like a whole week off yeah. of no work, no ordinary work. Yeah. So I think I think you know, looking at patterns in the Bible, that there does seem to be just generally rooted in creation. Like, yeah, you're supposed to work. And it should take up a good amount of your time, mm-hmm. but it shouldn't be all of your time. Yeah. Um, and there should be time dedicated, set aside to rest right. uh, and to be with God and family. And um, that's good. That's a good thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, you need it in a, you know, the Sabbath was not, man was not made for the Sabbath. The Sabbath was made for man. It's uh has a humanitarian benefit, right? It, it's also made, you know, so it would give animals rest. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you can't, you can't work all the time, even, even in your day. You have to, you have to stop and sleep. 
otherwise you'll you won't be able to work mm-hmm. so we're more effective when we sharpen the saw so to speak and take some time off let our minds clear get a change of change of pace and sometimes vacating you know that's the word vacation comes from that like leaving can help create that distance and separation um there's also a theological meaning to you know resting like you know ceasing and acknowledging that i'm not keeping the world going yeah i'm not god yeah i don't my work isn't really so important yeah that's Um, a that's a hard one for me to like come to terms with a little bit yeah i mean well i mean like i i think i like there's a secret impulse in my heart to like I like feeling like people need me or yeah. like that, that you're important and yeah. that like if you stop working then like people would feel that and that's that's a lot of pride that yeah that we don't need to have in our lives yeah so it can be a way to battle that pride and be humbled hmm. yeah um yeah for sure so we got to work hard when we're working, but also punctuate that with rest. Yeah. I think the one in seven pattern still still persists, and um, and then having seasonal times to just kind of abandon and take a break. Realize the world still keeps spinning without me working. Yeah, <laughs> and. Yeah. Uh, and then all of this has an eschatological kind of pointing in a, because you know oftentimes the, the end, what we're like waiting for and hoping for is this. Hebrews calls it, you know, the, a Sabbath rest. Yep, the consummation of the Sabbath day. Yeah, so ultimate rest is coming, and we get little pictures and glimpses of that um, in our seasons of rest here Hmm. Um, and and that's that the reality is I think sometimes we we put a lot of our hopes and dreams in a vacation like oh I need a vacation or you know you're sitting in Chicago in January being like surfing online to find good deals to go to the Bahamas or something Hmm. it's like because that will solve my problems Hmm. right that will and and, and the reality is you get on vacation and guess what you're still a sinner Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can still uh, you're still short with the kids um, you know there's a little joke that we have you know we, for the last few years it's not a vacation it's a family trip right <laughs> still, it still takes work you know That's it still funny. takes it's still there's stresses yeah um, and 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 then it ends like this thing that you look forward to for months like oh my gosh I can't wait you make your plans, you make your reservations. It comes and it goes and it ends. And there's that feeling like, wow, where did that week go? It just flew by and you're taking your tent down and you're packing up and you're coming mm. back home. And there's some opportunities there oftentimes to talk you know, to my kids like about that feeling of something ending mm. and uh, talking about heaven. Like heaven is never ending bliss yeah. and uh, rest with no sin and no rain and getting in your tent <laughs> yeah no mosquito bites and, you know sunburns like um so there's just there's a lot of spiritual significance yeah. and ties you can make mm-hmm. to this i do think 
uh, I don't have like clear thoughts on this, but I've been trying to like question myself, like you know, the things that we kind of tend to to do for us, like watch TV or play video games, or, or I, I don't know what 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 you do. It's like it doesn't like I don't like feel good at the end of it, right? And um, I don't know, I, I, I've just been trying to like think about like 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 what does it mean to like like rest in the Lord and like be refreshed in him mm. enough to like take that and then move forward in the work he's got for you the next day um, so I don't have complete thoughts on that I've just been thinking about that lately right so if you take a like a weekend and you just binge watch something you actually don't come out of it feeling rejuvenated mm. yeah mm-hmm yeah, I, so, hmm. Yeah, I think it, it, that one of the things that makes me think of is just kind of the idolatry of rest or the idolatry of um, travel, the idolatry of pleasure, right? That if you're um, looking to these things, like looking to a change of scenery, looking to, you know, Oh, if I can just sleep all day, or I can, you know, go and just indulge in, you know, an all-inclusive resort. That will that will be what brings me happiness and joy. Then, I mean, that's it's pretty obvious, but we don't we don't see it in the moment. But you've turned that into God instead of seeking your rest, your joy, your happiness in in God, and then accepting from His hand these varied gifts um right so it's not like oh i need to i need this thing to make me happy no i need god and god's told me to stop every once in a while to work hard and then to put a boundary around it and say thus far you may go and no farther and to just unplug Hmm. and i'm doing this out of obedience to god and then i'm gonna go do it with god i'm gonna praise him for the grandeur of creation that I see I'm going to you know eat out in enjoyment of this as a gift from God Um, I'm going to bring him into everything I'm going to do it with him and for him and in obedience to him and so therefore it's not trying to escape from escape from your stress to something else besides God it's actually something done um conscious awareness of god Hmm. yeah i think of like this whole conversation just reminds me of psalm 127 um unless the lord builds a house those who build it labor in vain unless the lord watches over the city the watchman stays awake in vain it is vain that you rise up early and go late to rest eating the bread of anxious toil for he gives to his beloved sleep So, a reframing of work and rest where um, God still needs to be God in all those aspects, I guess. Hmm. Have you ever been on, like, vacation, or for that matter, your day off, and then still been plugged in? Oh, yeah. <laughs> still been uh, kind of tethered to your phone and your responsibilities and 
It's hard. It's hard, man. isn't it? Yeah. It's really hard. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm struggling with that on a day off right now. This last trip, I was able to, I think, really unwind. I've been having a hard time sleeping lately. Uh, just waking up early, and my mind just starts going, and I can't shut it down. So I just get up and start working, <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> that's not good. So I'm working on that, but um, this week I was away, that didn't happen. My mind, I was able to, well, I couldn't lay in bed that long because I had this weird camping thing where I got to use the bathroom right away. It gets painful, but anyway, that's part of getting old, I guess. Um, um, but that mind racing and just, I got to get up, I got to be productive, I got to do things, that was gone. And it came right back as soon as I got back. Mm. But it was a nice break. Um, what about what about vacation on a shoestring budget? I mean, does vacation have to put you in debt or be extravagant and expensive? Or can somebody do a vacation cheap? Sure. Why not? I don't think you need a lot of things to like go see something cool and and, and take some time off. Um, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, no. My my family did shoestring vacations all the time. We just took a car and drove somewhere and mm-hmm. saw some cool stuff, uh, and that was it. Yeah. Did your Did your mom pack bologna sandwiches? Uh, we got pretty frugal. <laughs> yeah. Um, we did some pretty creative stuff. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Um, but it was still fun. I still had a, had a good time. Um, yeah. I don't think it's necessarily wrong to, like, if you have the cash to spend money on a vacation, but I don't think it's necessary. Yeah, right. So. Right. It's prob- there's, probably, there's probably a line somewhere, but you you know, of extravagance and unnecessariness, but mm. you can feel some liberty to be extravagant every once in a while if mm-hmm. that's in your budget. Yeah. That's what a budget's for, is to free up yeah. your conscience to spend money. Mm. Um, but, um, but yeah, you don't have to. It doesn't have to cost a lot to, to get away. We like camping. I mean, it's like 35 bucks a night. And... Uh, gas to get there you know so what else what else can we talk about hmm sometimes I do get jealous of other people's vacations (laughs) sure it gets into envy and wanting to be somewhere else yeah or somebody else Instagram fuels that, doesn't it? It's not great, but uh, so what? When's your? When have you had your last vacation? Christmas, probably. You went. You went back home. Yeah, I'll probably go again. Back home uh, for sure around Christmas time, and um, yeah. Um, I don't know. Hopefully, by that time, I'll also be done with like this degree I'm in. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping to find something to do to celebrate that. But I'm not creative enough to think of it yet. So, all right. 
Well, if you have ideas for Theo's uh, celebration vacation from finishing his grad degree, let him know. Um, yeah, hopefully this has been helpful in some level. But uh, big picture, theology of rest, that God um, commands us to work and he commands us to rest. Six on, one off is the weekly pattern. And then there's the these annual feasts and festivals of the Old Testament that I think can have some application to a yearly kind of rhythm of disengagement. We do it to, to say that we're not God, that, that uh, we are humans and limited, and we do it to enjoy God's good gifts and his um, grace to us. We don't turn it into an idol, but into an instrument of uh, worship and and also, it, uh, <clears throat> it uh, I mean, a sign of a good vacation is that you're, you're ready to get back, <laughs> you know? Like this last time, we put a lot of work into that retreat. It was a blast. I was tired. We hit the road right after the summer retreat, and I was out for a week, and I just got to decompress, relax, take a breath, make some good memories with the kids and wife and family. And then I felt percolating new ideas, new excitement to come back and tackle new challenges in my work, which is which is a blessing. Mm-hmm. So it's good. I'm glad you had a good vacation. Yeah, man, and I uh, hope that you can uh, you can get something like that soon here. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, others have had good vacations this summer or we still we got got another month or two left of summer, I guess, if you wanna get away. We were thinking about um, just maybe going camping someplace, maybe for one or two nights close by to Chicago and seeing if anybody from church wanted to come with us. Oh, that'd be cool. Um, so let me know. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think that's it. Okay. Okay. See ya. See ya.